I'm your host, Andrew Silito. This podcast is a result of my purpose to help ambitious business owners like you avoid stress, overwhelm, and burnout in the workplace. In this podcast, I share everything I've learned about how to grow a profitable business, stay fit and healthy, maintain strong relationships, and develop the right mindset for success. So you can thrive, feel inspired, and work at your full potential. Welcome to the show. I'm very excited today because I have some very, very special guests joining me on the show. Now, you know, I've, I've talked about the four keys. I've talked about the four keys method. Uh, it's something that I live and breathe. And these people that I've got joining me today live and breathe this stuff so much so that they've become mentors and coaches on the four keys method, helping change people's lives, helping people level up. You know, I've talked about this idea of when we go all in on our health, on our relationships and our mindset, we can be the best version of ourselves for our businesses and help our businesses grow. And, and these guests, these special guests live and breathe that. So I'm very excited to introduce, we've got Alex. Alex, I know you're, you're based in Prague. Yes, yes. Outside of Prague. Good to see you. Good to have you here. Thank you. Saint, welcome. Hey, gents. Good to have you here. Good to be here. Jan. Thank you. Good to be here. Good to have you here, Jan. How's the weather there in uh, Norway? 14 minus, so it's kind of warm today. (laughs) (laughs) So t-shirt off weather for you. Jan's our our Norwegian Viking. And we've got Mike. Welcome, Mike. Good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here. So guys, I thought what would be great today is to share our experience of the last year. You know, at the end of the year, Talk about the highlights, what's been working well, what's been challenging, what have we seen in the, in the Four Keys Mastermind? We've seen some amazing stories of, of people really leveling up thanks to your great work. I thought we'd just kick off and just share your experiences of the last year. We've got a, a bit of an announcement towards the end of this show where we've got uh, some exciting things for, for 2023. What do you think? Yeah, sounds good. Let's go. Okay, let's go for it. So who wants to kick us off then? What have been some of the big wins for you this year? I'll kick us off. 2021 was my first year on the four keys and it was transformational, but it was transformational for what I call changes to my external life. So what happened in 2021 for me was I really focused on the 10 daily habits, started focusing more more on a routine of exercise, of breathing, of, you know, cutting out alcohol all these best practices that I picked up from the group. Uh, So that was my story in 2021. But 2022 feels like it's gone to another level. So in 2022, I feel like I've become more balanced in terms of not necessarily balanced across my external life, which, which is what 2021 was about, all about getting balanced across my health, my relationships, my body. This year feels different. It's a realization, a bit of a breakthrough moment that actually, if you get the mind right, if you get the inside right, if you work on, you know, those, that loop of thoughts and feelings, and actually you start to control those things, then everything flows from there. Life's actually an inside out game. That's the next stage for me. It's taken me nearly two years to sort of progress to that level. I love that. Mm. Inside out. And what, what's been the, because you, I mean, you, you're growing a business, you've got some big plans and 
tell us as much as you want to tell us about that. But how's, how's that affected how you lead your business? It's just made me more aware of relationships. As I say, if, if you are stressed, as I often was because of the pressures of business, I've got a 30 plus team. I'm moving towards 40 people. I'm on a big recruitment drive. So I'm, I felt like when I was in a corporate role for 20 years, then I could cut off from work. Even though I worked long hours, there was a separation between my home life and my work life because it was a job. When I became a business owner, it stopped being my job and it was though I was my business. Right, yeah, yeah. And what's helped me in the four keys actually is to realize, no, I'm not my business. I'm bigger than my business. Yeah. You know, my relationships are more important than my business. My body is more important than my business. And it's took me a while to get there. But this year, that's what I feel my breakthrough is. That idea that if you get your thoughts right, if you get your feelings right, if you work on your thoughts and your feelings, you become a better leader, better father, a better romantic partner. That's been the breakthrough for me this year. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think there's something that comes out a lot. It's only been my experience is when we do double down on, on our health, our relationships and our mindset, execution within the business is, seems easier in some ways. It's like a, a level of clarity, composure, whereas that's, I think, counterintuitive because the, the entrepreneur, the business owner, the leader wants to put the business first because that's kind of the mindset, you know, to go out, win business, grow it put food on the table, you know, I don't know if that's some kind of ancestral thing or even if our ancestors felt, you know, experienced life that way. So there's something very powerful about that, about the kind of adage of putting your own oxygen mask on first so that you can win in business. And I guess you could argue that our ancestors wouldn't have been able to go out and hunt for days if they weren't looking after themselves, you know? So that's an interesting one for me. Thanks for kicking us off, Mike. And by the way, sorry, just to say, Mike, I mean, your transition has then led you to being a mentor on the program. So now you are mentoring other business owners who are going through similar experiences to you, which is amazing. You know, the way people talk about their, their conversation with you is, is just awesome. I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Thank you. On that, very, very quickly, what I'd say is when you learn something, when you take on new knowledge and you try and apply that knowledge and get practice that knowledge, the way to accelerate that is sharing it. So if you can share what you learn, it's like you're learning it twice. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm so happy to take on that. It kind of embeds it more, doesn't it? It makes us more accountable. Yeah. You know, when the learner becomes teacher and mentor. And I think that's the way I've seen this group evolve and people within the mastermind where they, they start the confidence to help others. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not officially a mentor in the program, they're still peer mentoring. Yes. Uh, and I think that's that's just amazing. Nice one, Mike. So what else is going on out there? What are some of the biggest wins of the, this past year for you? I think my, um, my top takeaway, and, and it obviously comes off the back of what Mike said around the mindset, it's how easily the mindset is neglected. So, you know, how many people without knowing that they're doing it are working from a place of stress or anxiety or anger or fear because that, that's part of their life. And, you know, knowing, and as you know, I've been part of this amazing group of uh, individuals since February of 21 and 21 was transformational in more ways than I could have ever imagined that moved nicely into 2022. But 
the tool sets through the last, let's call it two years, barring a, you know about six weeks. But the tool sets that I've managed to adopt, pick up, and become a habit have enabled me to continue on a path where, you know, yes, business is one thing, but for me, it is about the relationship. It is about the mindset. It's about, you know, being in the now, in the present. And there have been many mistakes been made, even in the last couple of years, but those mistakes have been a reflection. And I've been really happy with, I could sit back and reflect on a decision versus sometimes having external obligations that you have to make that decision there and then. And I do believe it's because I've been able to, you know, really sit down, go into the mind, go into, you know, where I need to be, what I need to be doing. And from a breathing exercise, I mean, how we even talk about breathing on this uh, mastermind, but unless you do it, unless you really immerse yourself in the breath and the here and now and that space between breaths, it does open up a whole new world, whole new, whole yeah, new yeah. mindset. So as I say, for me, the, the tool sets have just been amplified. Although they've been the same tool sets for the last, you know, as I say, two years, it's the immersion, I guess, in the tools that we've had. For people listening, Saint, and I'd love to bring, you know, the, the rest of the guys in as well here. You work in recruitment, Saint, right? You know, you run the group for solopreneurs. You've got an awesome group of business owners. I know that 10 years ago, if I'd been standing on the stage talking to a recruitment business, you know, I worked at S3 mm-hmm. and I talked about breath work, meditation, uh, you know, to, to handle stress. I think that I would have got laughed off the stage. I think there would have been yep. people there kind of going, yeah, I'm, I'm bought into this. But the egos mm-hmm. and the, I mean, I even not, not long ago, there was a CEO of a large recruitment business, corporate business. And as soon as I mentioned meditation, he was like, whoa, 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 you know. That's a bit woolly. That's a bit fluffy. Mm-hmm. My experience has been like one of the most pragmatic, practical things, and that's led me to get better results. What's been your transition? And whether Saint you go or well, Jan, Alex, Mike, what, what's been your change around some of these these topics that other people might listen in? They might be listening, going, "Well, this sounds a bit tree huggerish for me." For those who don't know me, uh, I I'm a solo founder in a tech company introducing a new platform concept to the world. We're, um, we've launched a social creator platform and uh, launching a new platform concept isn't easy. Uh, and I'm doing it from Norway. Norway is not renowned from pushing big consumer tech products. Uh, so investors here are, they're not overexcited to put money into uh, this kind of project. They are very hesitant, and it's been a struggle. To say it mildly, it's been the two hardest hardest years of my life. But through meditation, I've managed to cope in a way that it's, it's difficult to explain because digging deep into meditation, and now I'm at least 30, 40 minutes a day of breathwork and meditation, helps me not worry about problems helps me conscious dealing with what's in front of me not what's in the past or not what's in the future but what's here and now and i don't think i would be in the situation continuing working on voivoy if it hadn't been for discovering breathwork and meditation because it's it's making me very resilient it's fair to say yan you refer to your own group as this, and you do some amazing work 
with our group, but you refer to yourselves as now the alpha group, (laughs) which I know is a bit tongue in cheek, but you know, you've got a group of people there who are doing the breath work. They're they're taking the ice baths. they're, They're doing their cold shower. They're growing businesses. They're leaders. That must've been quite a shift for you over the years, right? Because I know, I mean, we've worked together for a couple of years and, uh, you're incredibly results driven. You, you set the pace, you, you get us, you know, working at a faster pace through your coaching and motivation. How much of a shift has it been for you to kind of go from that results driven, fast pace, let's go to slowing down. And actually, I, what's interesting, my observation of you, you haven't, you haven't slowed down the way you work, but you, there's definitely something, a shift for you in how you either slow down your thinking, how you've enabled yourself to take a step back see the bigger picture. And particularly for you, you know, with a startup, every day is like a crisis. You know, you, you, you've gone through so many different crises, you know, of, of launching and, but you seem to have just navigated it in a way which is quite inspirational, I think, for everybody in the group. Uh, thank, thank you, Andrew. Uh, I think, well, I come from sports. I played American football my whole life, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you know, it's kind of aggressive sports and, and, uh, you know, my background is sales and marketing with always achieving, you know, and, and, and competing all the time. So it's, yeah, it's quite a big shift for me to be the person advocating uh, meditation and breath work. But I think it just doubled down on my strength, my drive. I'm even more driven by meditating, but I'm able to think things through. I'm able to deal with the stress, not let my amygdala take control. And I see a big difference. You know, it's three years ago I started working on the project and I was kind of all over the place. Now that I don't feel threatened by problems, I can make better decisions. I can stick to strategies. I, I had a, a conversation that I still remember with Alex about six months ago where we were discussing our strategy because we have a very specific go-to-market strategy where we're targeting a, a very narrow niche. And um, I was on the break of leaving the strategy because I thought, well, if I go wider, I can get more users. And, and I had a good discussions with Alex around this. And I think I was deep into meditation and, and I meditated on this after the conversation with Alex and it calmed me down and it made me realize that as a leader, I have to show that I'm confident about the strategy and I have yeah. to stick with my strategy. You have to have conviction, don't you? But if there's an, any doubt or a nuance in, in, in the way you deliver it, your expression, people will read that. So yeah, that, that conviction makes total sense to me. And then I meditated on it and it was very clear, you know, stick to the strategy. You haven't tested it fully. When it's tested fully, if you fail, then yeah. you can change it. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's a massive message for people that I think we'll see a lot of knee-jerk reactions in 2023. You know, people panicking, hearing a bit of noise, listening to the media, getting too much feedback, reacting to things too quickly versus you know, of course, people are going to have to pivot, change their tactics, etc. But I think that if you're of the nature of, you know, if you get that shiny object syndrome, which I definitely have suffered with over the years, where I hear something, I'm like, oh, that must be the way to go. And I deviate from the strategy. And I've always paid the price when I've done that. And I look back and I think, gosh, if I, 
if I just stuck with that for another 18 months, where could I've been? It could have changed the next five years or trajectory. So, and I think you're, you're right. That, that's been my experience of slowing down, thinking about things, whether that's for some people might be going for a walk. You might be sitting down doing 20 minutes meditation, reconnecting with the why, you know, why am I doing this? You know, all these different techniques and tactics that are unique to different people. You know, meditation might not work for everybody in the group. I don't meditate for a long time, but I, I love doing the box breathing. I love after doing my sort of mobility work. I found, you know, Mike, you mentioned about alcohol. That's probably been the biggest game changer. And I, I never thought I had a drink problem or anything like that. But taking tactical breaks from alcohol, whether it's 30 days, a year, 18 months, whatever it is, the clarity that that brings as well has been huge for me. People drink in the group, but, you know, limiting it and having a perspective of that. There have been several sort of different habits that I think have helped with this idea of staying on the path, focusing on the strategy and not getting distracted. And I, I think that's a massive message, Jan, that you've shared there. What about you, Alex? What's going on for you? You've had a load of things going on. You've launched a podcast. You've moved out of the city. Family's expanded. You're growing a business. Yeah. Yeah. Over the last two years, massive changes externally. But over the last year, the highlight, I would say, is to become more than just my ego, you know, to, to become more of who I need to be for my family. Learning the simple non-expensive basic tool set of the 10 habits. But most importantly, I realize now that I'm sitting in this group, the incredible support. Because what happened over the last two years, when I chose my path, who I need to be for my family, so more of a family orientation, being an entrepreneur, uh, living more healthily, uh, giving up alcohol, led actually to um, my uh, social circle changing even my closest family relationships and not feeling alone and knowing that you are there and all the other members uh, of the Four Keys family, other men that are also business-minded but have a family-first and health-first attitude and are not rah-rah, so ego-driven. That was incredible. The quality of just carrying in my head through the weekly work, etc., hmm, I am not the only one who thinks it's a good idea to take care of the family. I am not the only one that thinks it's good to slow down in order to speed up. There are other people, other men there that uh, support me in this path. And every time I struggle because, you know, building a business is not easy. Uh, I went from freelancer to incorporating this year having two small kids and moving from the city to the countryside, uh, doing everything by ourselves is not easy. But there's always this support, you know, and it's not this support on a superficial level. You can do it, just, you know, work harder, that, that kind of hustle culture thing. But, okay, you know, let's talk about it. And, yeah, unwavering support, that was the most amazing thing for me this year and last year. Yeah, I love that. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I, I, I look at some of these groups that are out there and they seem to be two extremes. There's, there's a group that are, you know, the, the, I know we talked about the kind of the alphas, you know, they are, it's all about the money and that you see pictures of them with their, their kids out hunting and they've got, you know, their first kill. And it's like this kind of 
you know, <laughs> type mentality, and I, which I can't buy into. That you know, it's either they, they've got a deer around their shoulders, or they're a picture of them with their Lamborghini, or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> they probably hired that day, or they sat on a jet, or that kind of thing. And all you know, all the best to them. But then you got the other extreme, which I, d- I don't know if we we would call it woke. I don't know what that you know. I've got to be careful what I say. Um, <laughs> but we're not you know sitting in the in the park oming and hugging trees. So I I can kind of identify what we're not. You kind of talked about what we are there, Alex, and it, and it, it's I find it hard sometimes to articulate what that is somewhere. But it, I think it's a group of people being really honest and open and transparent, but at the same time result driven. You know, you, it's yep. okay. Let, we're going to keep you accountable. We're not going to let you off the hook here. Yep. Right. If you say you're going to do this, this, this is, this is going to happen for you. And maybe that's where this kind of sweet spot is. This, this group is kind in a way, but it's still very, let's say, embracing the male principle of you have to do the work. You know, we're going to support you, but it starts with you. You're the only person that can change things from within. And there will be no, you know, big applause for, uh, showing off with shiny things you know this uh external orientation and we will also not let you moan and cry about things you have to do stuff yeah. you have to yeah, take work. Uh, matters into your hand yeah do the work yeah 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 love that yeah yeah go on jan what are you gonna say so being in a in a startup like I am now, so there are groups with uh, flashing cars, and, and uh, I have no money to spend on myself. But this group makes me feel wealthy, and I look at wealth now in a completely new way because wealth to me isn't about having a fancy car; it's a specific lifestyle. It's a wealthy lifestyle. It's a lifestyle of meaningful relationships, meaningful work. And being present, to me, that's real wealth. And, uh, you know, I, I live up in the mountains and I, I'm out in nature a lot. And, and I see we, we're in, in this consumer society that we live in. People are missing out on what real wealth is. And that's what I feel when, when Alex is trying to explain what we have in this group. We have wealth. We're building wealth. And with being present, mindful, meditating, focusing on your relationship and your work, you don't need these things because you're happy. And the search for happiness comes from what Mike usually says, from inside out thinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel wealthier now, you know, having, I mean, I've shared my story with my you know, my family and, and everything that went on, but I feel wealthier now than ever. And it seems so ironic in some ways that, you know, having that epiphany and the business has grown from, doubling down on my relationship and my my health and having that clarity and you know being able to take my son to hockey every other day be part of that community you know and all these things that you know that, that the wealth the shift from I've got I've got to chase that the five bedroom house and got to push for that have the right car and or I better buy myself a a barber jacket just to fit you know I mean it's just like that whole kind of image and this ego and it seems bizarre and I think one of the things I've noticed through the program is that when you have transformation, you can make changes in life. And someone said this to me once, or I read it somewhere, is you don't recognize the person you once were. Like, I just can't connect with the old version of myself. Like, I, did I really behave that way? Did I really show up like that? I just don't recognize the person. Ditto. One thing I was going to talk about, uh, our retention is very high in the mastermind. Like, people don't leave the group. Of course, we get one or two people that leave. But the, the other thing I've noticed, people have gone from 
monthly memberships to I'm just paying the annual membership. Why do you think that is? Why do you think it's so sticky? And why do people keep showing up and, and being part of this group? I've got a theory on that. Um, what made me join the group was business. I wanted to get better at business. I've never done anything like this before. I was stressed. I wasn't heading towards burnout, but I was definitely imbalanced, very, very business orientated. And I came into this community thinking that's what everybody will be like. We're all business people. We're all chasing the next step on the ladder in the business. We're all maybe chasing an exit, whatever that be. But then the difference for me was realizing that I don't just want to be good at business. I want to be good at relationships. I want to be able to, somebody said in a very early uh, mastermind, you want to be able to go to the toilet on your own when you reach the age of 90. And that became a driving force for me. It sort of stuck in my mind. So it made me think about my body more than I'd ever previously thought about my body. So I think that word balance is why people stick around. Maybe epiphanies as well, where people come in thinking it's life's all about business and the way the way to be in business is to be a workaholic. I certainly thought that way. And now I'm actually smarter at business while spending a lot less time in business and spending a lot more time on my relationships and my body. And I've got balance. I used to be quite egotistical and I'm heading towards egoless and I've got the four keys to thank for that. Nice. Love that. Thank you, Mike. What about you, Saint? You know, I always refer to the kind of four pillars and we talk about resilience a lot in the mastermind. And it's something that I'd love to say that I've completely mastered, but there's there's kind of the, the, the four areas that I talk about in, in our group, which is the self-belief, the self-actualization, the self-awareness, and then the self-discipline. And if you put all this in a category, is exactly what this this mastermind is. But when we talk about the reason as to why people want to invest, you know, whether or not they, they're investing in day one the whole year or they kind of get a, a you know a month or two in, but it's I guess the for them it's that a stronger sense of purpose because of what they see because it's controlled by an environment where there is so much like mindedness, and for me it's in developing that discipline. And when you develop that discipline, you then can commit to your goals. And when we talk about goals, you know, yes, there's a lot of business masterminds out there, but so many people that I talk to in a coffee shop and even last week where, you know, they get hounded and it's a pretty strong word, but hounded by all these mentors that we can do this for your business, do that for your business. We can 10 X this, we can 30 X that, well, whatever it happens to be for your business. But actually, if you haven't got the, the rest of your, areas of your life, not mastered, but balanced, then it's going to fail in one way, shape or another over a certain period of time. So the fact that the commitment across areas that are so vitally important as, you know, it's not exclusive, it's not mutually exclusive. Each and every key that we talk about is exactly what the keys are. We have to make sure our relationships are on point. We've got to make sure that our body is where it is because as you rightly say, Mike, and it was Andrew and I think it was in, in your book, Andrew, isn't it, that you want to be able to to stand up, you know, at 90 off the toilet. That's a goal that I think we should all aspire yeah. to. Independence. Um, yeah. Independence, yeah, in more yeah. ways than one. But but it, it is the execution. And I think the yeah. the fact that we are so like-minded, and 
I know we're not going to swear on this, but um, there's no heads. You know, there's no there's no genital heads no in, a, in the group. No, no dickheads. dickheads. We, we, can, we can say it. There we go. We, we stole that from the All Blacks time. anyway. So, oh, know. did we? Well, there you go. There we go. Um, I'll be Jonah Lomu. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> so it's it's um, it's that balance. It, it's right. The, the, I, I believe as a group of individuals, we've really nailed this. Yeah, I think the thing I'm taking away from today is this conscious versus unconscious. Unconsciously, we're all in on the business, aren't we? Go, go, go results but that conscious daily intention to go yeah but i've got to show up for my family this shell that i've got of a body has got to be looked after for life you know my mindset my mental health everything has got to be looked after that's a conscious effort every day whereas we could just go all in unconsciously and just go you know what i've got a three-year plan i'm all in let's go 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 no holidays no time for this or that the gym can wait but of course we pay the price. There's a quote from Jim Rohn that's always in my head, right? And he says, uh, if you work on your job, you can make a living. If you work on yourself, you can make a fortune. And I think this is, this is very balanced in, in, in the group. And one of my big takeaways from this year is spending a lot of time alone, thinking, you know, not just performing tasks all the time, we are driven by tasks, but thinking, learning, growing, iterating is a huge part of growing your business because you grow as a person. When you grow as a person, you can grow your business as well. And I think that's one of the most important things for me is I spending a lot of time alone, thinking, learning. Which I know, yeah, and to be fair, that's been a, a massive challenge for you. Because I know you would say, right, I've, I'm going to take the afternoon, I'm going to think, I'm going to walk. And then you go, but the laptop is just there, just pulling me towards. <laughs> and then before you know it, you're back into work. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Just on the question that you posed, why are people paying for a one-year membership? And I'm thinking about that, and I think the answer is a very simple one. Every mastermind guarantees at least one meaningful conversation per week that goes really deep and it replaces the need for having lots of conversations that never go deep and when i think about what this circle is our fathers are not around anymore or we don't look up to them because we are fathers on our own yet still we need that wisdom and i think you know why do i always want to stay in this group because it gives me access to wisdom on how to handle life as a business person, which is my choice of profession, but also to be a good father, a good husband, a good friend. Which is a beautiful segue into uh, the announcement that I was going to make about what we would like to do with this show, or at least add to the current show. We've been talking a lot. We, we meet every Friday morning, right? And we have a conversation. And, and I think what happened was that we were having these conversations. We're like, these conversations are amazing. Like if people could listen in to this, like where we do go deep and we have these really rich, meaningful conversations that are, again, result focused, there's a load of accountability, you're not letting us off the hook and demonstrating how we can have those conversations and really make a difference. We decided that, why, well, why don't we record them and, and just share them? And, uh, and obviously that takes a lot of honesty and transparency on our, on our end to be able to do that. And I'm really excited to share these conversations in 2023. I think people are going to get huge value 
from listening in to how we speak and how we coach each other and how we walk away with goals and, and results. And also the fact that we're just honest. What I don't want to be is that guy standing by the, the Lamborghini on Instagram saying, isn't my life perfect? Because the fact is, life is hard. It's really difficult. And I found that by accepting that, my life's got easier. And I can work with that, you know, and being present with it and share openly with you guys, this is how I'm feeling right now. And for you guys to go, okay, so what are you going to do about it? We don't sit there and whine. It's like, whoa, okay, yeah, I have to do something about this. When you embrace the struggles of life is when you can grow on them. Yeah. I, I just want to, be, before we jump off, I, I Alex and I, we, we developed a mantra in the beginning of uh, 2022 that, that followed me all year. And I'm going to take it with me in, uh, in 2023 as well. And it, it's like this. Um, so relax, breathe, apply pressure, and look for openings. So every time I'm stuck in a situation, this is the mantra I follow. I need a second edition of the book, don't I? That's got to be in there. <laughs> Guys, I cannot wait for our next conversation. What do you think people can expect from our conversations? Because today we've talked about the past year. We've talked about our experience of, of being in the, in the Four Keys Mastermind. But as far as our conversations and for people kind of wondering whether they should listen in to this, what can people expect? Men talking about things that men don't often talk about. Being brutally honest with each other and helping each other to transform yeah yeah brilliant thank you yeah i'd echo that and i think although these are pre-recorded but we will be going live as well so then we can have that real participation with q a's from all walks of life from all demographics and and again i think just reiterating what we've said before it's also knowing that we can just show up you know, there, there, there's been times before where, you know, we will be part of a group and we just, I won't say anything in case it sounds silly or, you know, they may not have the answer. Whereas we don't have the answers and, and I'll happily say we won't have the answers, but boy, we will try our best to find out. And, and there's lots of, lots of expertise in our group already. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that this the group has evolved into a, because we've, we've talked about men talking about these things. So people listening by, oh, this is for men. But actually, a lot of our audience are women. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I, I've had, for people that have been in the group, messages from partners saying thank you about their, their husband, the way they're showing up as a father, the way they're showing up as a husband. And I think that um, that's very powerful. I'd kind of like to explore that even further, what's going on there. Great. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Any last words before we go? Uh, thanks for everything in 2022. And I can't wait to double, triple, quadruple down into 23. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate you all because, you know, you helped me level up and it's been awesome working with you. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. For more free resources and content on how to grow and lead your business and become the best version of yourself, head over to andrewsilito.com.